Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Hi, I'm Dan for Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers, here to share the easiest way to buy tires. Come to Dobbs. With the best tire brands and the biggest inventory, you'll get your tires the same day at the lowest price, guaranteed. Next time you need tires, get into Dobbs. This is exactly where you want to be listening to us. It's BK and Ferrario, live from the Car Shield Studio on 101 ESPN. We're talking blues hockey. It's the Joey Vitale Report on 101 ESPN. Brought to you by The Electrical Connection. When you need quality electrical work for your home or business, visit electricalconnection.org. And filling in for Alex Ferrario today. He's Tanner Hendrickson, and I'm Brandon Kylie. And right now, it is time for our favorite time of the week. It is time to go out to the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line to be joined by the one and only Joey Vitale, Blues analyst here on 101 ESPN. Joey, what's going on, man? Hey, boys, what's up? You know, I know Saxy. I know you're uh, you're, you're new on this job. But whenever they introduce me, they always go Joey, 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 Joey. All right, feeling the love. Doing good, guys. How are you today? <laughs> Doing fantastic. Doing even better now that you're on the show. Uh, a little down about last night's Cardinals game, but we're going to get back up because the blue season is upon us. Joey, we we have one more preseason game, which people can hear tomorrow night right here on their home for the Blues 101 ESPN with you and Curbs on the call. What's the most significant thing you're watching for in tomorrow night's game? What What's left for the Blues to learn about this team going into opening night? You know, I I still go back to um, some individuals that I think we may see in tomorrow night's game. BK, you know, again, a structure standpoint, this is really going to be the first game that uh, the whole group are very close to the whole group. We'll be on the ice together. I know you've been uh, they've been practicing, but they're practicing with different groups. Everyone's mm-hmm. on a different time. So, so to be realistic and say, oh, we would love to see the structure and the forecheck and the backtracking to the neutral zone and, and that stingy defense. Uh, maybe we're overshooting here a little bit. I think I'd like to see that obviously for next Saturday when they open things up in Colorado, which will be a great match. But I, I still think it's it's the final audition for a couple players. Now listen, ninety eight percent of this lineup that you'll see next Saturday for the opener will be in the game versus Columbus tomorrow night. But there's a couple there's a couple that are coming kind of still floating out there. You know, we don't know. Uh, we, we know that uh, Froelich got released from his PTO today. James Neal is still around. Do we see James Neal in the lineup? Does he does he crack a top ten role or top nine role rather on the wing? What will that look like? He's impressed a lot of people in in camp as far as his ability to score goals and create offense, which is something the Blues can sure, certainly need. So I think James Neal is going to be an interesting one. And the last thing is what what do they do in that back pair? You know, is it going to be Robert Bortuzzo and let's just say Jake Wallman? Does Nico Mikula get that sniff? They're they're, they're starting to uh, things are starting to take shape a little bit. You're starting to kind of see what it's going to be. But there's a couple individuals I think that Doug Armstrong finally has to make a decision on, and I think we're going to see that tomorrow. Another one, uh, Jake Neighbors. Where does he fit in the top nine? Uh, and then will that continue uh, come next week? Joe, I wanted to ask you about uh, Dakota Joshua. Do you do you feel that he has earned a fourth-line role to, to this point? You know, it's tough. I think if he was on 20 other teams – in the league right now, Saxy, I think that yes, I, without question, maybe even maybe even a third line role, because here's a player 
that has an incredible amount of size, uh, an incredible amount of strength. He's good on the faceoff dot. A very, very uh, sneaky, intelligent hockey player. You know, he he knows when to make the right play at the right time, given the situation and where he's on the ice. He's got a great awareness for where he's at in the building, where he's at uh, in the blue lines and the red lines, the neutral zone. Uh, is he at the beginning of his shift? Is he at the end of his shift? Is there a minute to go in the game? Is there ten minutes to go in the game? Is he up by one? Is he down by three? You know, all these things. That fans, you know, you watch the game and they, why the heck did he make that play? A lot of times, players can't process all of that at one time in, in order to manifest itself into making the right play at the right time. But Dakota's got this very sneaky intelligence about him. He spent four years at Ohio State. He's a college guy like me. He's a little smart college guy. Seen <laughs> a couple of them around, but a very, very intelligent player. Uh, and it mentioned his strength, um, even even his knack for scoring goals and just being a, a strong defensive hockey player that can kill penalties. I think again, if he was on if he was on twenty other teams, he definitely would. I look at the St. Louis Blues team, and heck, I was talking to some scouts uh, over the last two nights in Dallas and Minnesota, looking at this lineup. We have a very very deep uh, offensive side of things. I mean, the defensively, yes, maybe we could use a piece here or there, but from an offensive standpoint, from the the twelve forwards. It's a very, very deep squad, especially when you look at these top nine. So it's, it's, a hard, it's a hard lineup to really make coming out of the gates. Now, I'm not going to say he's going to make it out of the gates. I'm not going to say he's going to sent down out of the gates. I think he's going to be one of those borderline guys. But as the season persists, as it continues, within a couple of weeks, we may be looking at a couple of injuries, and that's where Dakota Joshua can really fit in very nicely. Joey Vitale, the Blues analyst for 101 ESPN, joining us here on BK and Ferrario. Joey, I thought it was interesting looking at the lineup in, uh, at practice today. They've got Saad up on the top line with O'Reilly and Perron, which makes sense. Kairou is on the left side with Shin and Buchnevich, and that's the one that I wanted to ask you about. One of my big questions going into this season is which of those guys is going to be comfortable that's typically on the right side playing on the left? And today it's Jordan Kairou, and he's been over there for much of camp. How difficult is that to, to adjust? Because I know once you get into the play, sometimes things adjust and you're back over on the right. But how difficult is it to play on your offhand? You know, it's it's different for every player, BK. You know, for example, you know, like David Perron, he doesn't necessarily mind playing on his off wing. Uh, a player like Jordan Cairo, I think at times he doesn't necessarily mind playing on his off wing. It really comes down to one thing: how comfortable are you on where you want the puck in relation to the ice? So, so if you're on the left side and you're coming up that left wall, the boards are to your left. Okay, now let's say I'm, I'm a right-handed shot. The puck's going to be obviously towards the middle of the ice. Okay, so it's all about the thought process of that offside winger. Some wingers, some usually typically third, fourth line wingers, north, south wingers, they like to be strong hand, strong side, lefty on the left side, righty on the right side, because they kind of play that simple chip and go game. When when you see it uh, different is when you start creeping up in the lineup and you start seeing these the, the create the creativity of some players, some young players who have great hands and great awareness, and they sometimes like to puck towards the middle of the ice. So a right-handed shot on the left wing is sometimes a very productive thing, and some players really like it because it gives them options. So instead of the puck being against the wall where you're kind of limited, now your puck's to the middle of the ice where you can still chip it and go if you want, but you also have the flexibility to cut it across the middle. Think like Robert Thomas and Jordan Kyrie. With their style of the game, those guys can kind of play all over the place because they're feel, they feel very comfortable with the puck being in the middle of the ice. I think if you had to ask a coach, he would love it if every player felt comfortable on their offside wing because you just do give yourself so much more flexibility. Now, some players, again, just don't feel comfortable with it. But when the puck's in the middle of the ice, it, it gives you options, right, uh, opposed to just being you know, right down the wall. So that's, that's an area to keep an eye on uh, as camp continues to evolve. David Prawn's been going back and forth. Brandon Saad's been going back and forth. 
Uh, they still are looking to find a solidified left winger that can play that consistent game with Ryan O'Reilly and David Perron. Uh, those two, they're paired up. But let's be honest, they have not had a, a consistent uh, run-and-gun winger on their left side for the last couple seasons, guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, even, even during the Stanley Cup, so Stanley Cup run, it was Sanford for a little bit. Then it was Sammy Blay. I mean, they really have not had that Bergeron, Marchand uh, type of line with Pasternak. It's just that consistent, everyone's on the same page. You know, the McKinnon, the Ranton, the Landeskog. These trios are lethal in the National Hockey League. They haven't had that. They haven't had that consistent left winger. The one thing I will love about Brandon Saad being in that position, one thing that just oozes out of him is his consistency. It's why he's won two cups in Chicago. He goes off to Colorado, has success. He has success in Columbus. It's not from uh, from his kind of flash. It's more of like what he does is just it's so incredibly consistent and dependable, and it's game in, game out. He doesn't get hurt all that often. So that's why I'm kind of encouraged because I think they're trying to find a left winger that's going to be just a consistent, dependable guy that could show up for Ryan O'Reilly and David Prawn, and they can finally start finding some chemistry amongst the three of them instead of just number 57 and number 90. The other question that I wanted to ask you about, Joey, and a specific player is Jake Neighbors and what his role is going to be potentially. I believe it's a nine-game tryout that they could have with him where he's able to stay up before they have to send him down or make a decision on his uh, his future. What is what have you seen from him thus far in camp and in the preseason? And do you think he has earned the ability to stay up in the in the NHL at least for that nine game tryout? Exactly. So you're not. You're right. It's it's nine games. So once he hits that 10, 10 game threshold, if he wants to play eleven twelve, then he has to burn up a year of his eligibility. So that's where it becomes uh, kind of a strategic move from an organization standpoint. If he's one hundred percent ready, and I've seen this with some young guys, then heck yeah, let's keep him. He's helping the team win. He looks very comfortable and confident. Uh, but the only way to figure that out is it's got to give him some games at, at NHL speed against NHL opponents. So that's where they kind of give the, the league's been great about giving you know, teams and these young players the cushion to, hey, try it out. If it doesn't work out, send him back to juniors. Now, if he goes back to juniors, is it going to be a bad thing? No, not at all. He's going he's gonna to continue to be confident. He's going to continue to get lots of ice time, uh, get a boatload of minutes, and he's just going to continue to develop and get stronger at the junior ranks. He's going to play in the world juniors, which is obviously a dream come true for any Canadian-born player. So a lot of positives will be if he does get sent back to juniors. But, guys, I mean, we'll see. I mean, I really liked him in camp. I think Doug Armstrong has risen his eyebrows to what Jake Neighbors brought. I think coming into camp, I didn't think he thought this would be as big of a decision as it is right now. I mean, Jake Neighbors has made making this Blues team very, very interesting, and he's done it by his, his ability to play at a very poised and confident level. Now, where does that come from? He's a young kid. How is he so confident and poised? I talked to him last night when, right about before they were starting that game in Minnesota. He was the extra up in the press box. We were just chatting five, ten minutes, small talk. I said, man, you, you just look so comfortable out here. Like, what's, what's going on? And, you know, guys, he, he skated last year with the team in December and January. And that's, you know, his own words. It kind of gave me a chance to kind of get my wings underneath me to get used to skating with Ryan O'Reilly. You know, I, I watch these guys win the cup, Joe, and, and they're, <laughs> they're raising the cup. And I, now they're my heroes. And all of a sudden I'm skating by them. Guys, that, that takes a level of getting used to. It takes a level of just getting comfortable. And you can't get to your game if you're a little off edge. So that December and January of just being around this team really helped his development. And not to mention, did he stay in a hotel by himself? Absolutely not. He bunked up with Braden Shen. He was around Braden for two straight months. He learned how to live, how to become a pro, how to take care of your body. What do you do on off days? What do you do on work days? What's a two-a-day look like, right? All these little things that you don't learn in junior, he did during his free time. He was kind of hustling while he was waiting in some regards, and that's where he's come into camp. He's looked extremely comfortable. He's got great awareness. He's incredibly strong for a young, smaller guy, uh, very strong in the puck, heavy. He doesn't lose the puck very often. 
It's just been a very, very positive camp on all all fronts for Jake Neighbors. He's made Doug, Doug Armstrong's decision very difficult. And I, I truly believe come next Saturday, if, if he has a even sub-mediocre or average game tomorrow night, I think we're going to see him in the opening lineup come next Saturday versus Colorado. Interesting. And it's going to be a lot of fun to watch, man. I, I can't wait for the blue season to officially kick off. We're excited for it here on 101 ESPN, of course, the home for the Blues. And, Joey, we'll be talking with you about it each and every Thursday throughout the NHL season. Thanks so much for hopping on with us today. We'll talk with you again next week, man. Hey, appreciate it, guys. You guys sound great, even given the bad news last night. Keep uh, keep the spirit alive. Let your love light shine. You guys are doing a great job. You're the best. Thanks, That's Joe. Joey Vitale joining us here on 101 ESPN. Peloton's best offer of the season is here. Get up to $300 off accessories when you purchase a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Choose from a variety of accessories, like our cycling shoes, a heart rate monitor, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. If you've been looking for a sign to join Peloton, this offer gives you everything you need to get going. This limited time offer ends November 28th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer starts November 14th and ends November 28th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. The Wendy's $3 breakfast deal is here. Get a bacon or sausage egg and Swiss croissant plus a small seasoned potatoes. That's a better breakfast for just three bucks in three easy steps. One, wake up. (sighs) Two, get out of bed. And three, head to Wendy's for your $3 breakfast deal. Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's $3 breakfast deal. Limited time only. Participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hour. Select or request $3 breakfast deal in order to obtain discount. Not valid for all card or combos. Orders. Price and participation may vary in Alaska and Hawaii.